Um, we 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 should probably say what happened to the last stream, the Soul Society one. Oh yeah, basically, I I forgot to on my audio on the on Streamlabs, so it's it's not uh, public; it's private now. Yeah, so I think we're gonna cover the Soul Society again later, uh, eventually. Yeah, no, when we talk about like Eisen, we're gonna give Eisen his own podcast. Yeah, so um, so I think what we're doing now, we're doing like the visit, like training arc up until. Um, like Noitola comes and Grimjo has sorry, uh, Kenpachi has to save Ichigo. So when all the captains arrive, we're doing up. Yeah, we're gonna do up till there until the captains arrive. Because I think the two things that were interesting for me was the uh, Rukia versus the former uh, assistant captain of the thirteenth company. And then uh, the plot just with Nell being the third Espada. Yeah, like with yeah, like the fight with um, I'm trying to remember the Espada's name. I think Owen Yellow. I think that's how you say it. That fight was like when I was watching it for the first time. It was like, like it was kind of obvious that it wasn't like the real guy, but like that whole story of like. He like absorbed the he absorbed the hollow that killed Cayenne. That was that's like a lot of people really dislike that fight, but it's like one of my favorite fights. No, no, I I also liked it because the fact that it adds to Rukia's character development because she felt like that guilt for killing her, her one of her role models, like somebody who taught her like everything she knows, and basically coming to terms with like. He's dead, but you know it's it's not my fault. He's he, she had that flashback about you know uh, how uh, Cain said you know never die alone because you know your heart must live on in somebody else. And she basically says you know even though that's Cain, like he absorbed that uh, hollow and Cain worth that hollow, but Cain's heart is within me, so that's not actually Cain. And she basically takes that guy out. That, that was a pretty cool fight. Yeah, and like, there's, there's also the thing where like, he tells her to like, go kill Ichigo or you, Chad. And like, she's like, oh, I'm not gonna do that, but I will like, kill myself. And it's like, that's kinda, it's kinda weird, because I think she had already come to the conclusion that it's not like, he's not like the same Kayan as he was before, but, he, but she was like, still willing to kill herself because of like, the guilt of Hey, basically leading to his death, and then I guess she actually killed him. Like, if I'm remembering correctly, like he she he became like a hollow, so she killed him. Yeah, that that that's what happened. I think the reason why fans don't really like it is because it's not like a bleach fight. It's more of a one piece fight. If you get what I'm saying, there's more emotional backing behind the fight than actual uh, like amazing uh, art and fight scenes and action it's more about the the character's mind and emotional state behind the fight it's it's very like one piece and less like bleach i think that's why people don't like it that much yeah that's 
that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Is like, well, a, a lot of these early Hueco Mundo fights are really slow paced. Um, I think besides the Ichigo versus Dodoroni fight, like all of them are kind of boring. But so I kind of get why people don't like early Hueco Mundo because it's like a lot of the fights are really slow, and then with the Oniero fight, it's it's super long too. So it's it's like super slow and very long. So. I do get why people would dislike it because it's it's like the same reason people dislike the full full ring like it's a, a lot different than Bleach nor normally is. Yeah, and I think the fights with like the fallen Espada was it was pretty cool because it like I think it like showed like this this is the real deal because like all of them went into those fights for like. We we gonna hold back like we we only gonna use our our full power against actual espadas and then it's like, uh no, the, the espadas aren't the only powerful creatures there. The fallen espadas are just as powerful and you have to bring out your all to take them out. I think that that was pretty cool to try and show like, even though they got the power ups, they still not strong enough. And I think that 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 was good on Okubo's part because most shonen. Or like any action series, series for that matter, when they do something like that, where they make the characters too powerful, they end up being like a Deus Ex Machina, and or like just, you know, like with fairy tale, the power of friendship, and uh, like literally like halfway through the series, whenever Elsa does something, like in this one uh, fight, she completely lost all senses and everything, right? But she still defeated her opponent, and everybody's like, "Whoa, how did she do that?" And then Happy's like, "Because she's Erza." Like, I'm glad that Okubo kept to like keeping them weak, and when they actually fought the Spartans, they they had no chance, and the captains came in, and they actually, you know, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah, like th that. That's. It also kind of shows like Ichigo is kind of like dumb, like going into Hueco Mundo expecting like to be able to beat someone who says they wear an espada, like without using his bankai, and then he gets forced to use his bankai, and he's like, oh, I'm not going to use my hollow mask, and I think he also gets forced to use his hollow mask eventually. So it kind of shows that like even with all this training, they're still like out outclassed. Um, then of course Ichigo goes on to beat um, the sixth Espada, um, but then like the fourth Espada just dominates him after that. So it's like they just keep getting out outclassed the more the more they go, which is sort of similar to what happened in Soul Society, where like Ichigo couldn't even well, he beat Kampachi, but he couldn't even fight someone like Byakuya until getting his Bankai. Yeah, but like that's what I'm trying to say. Like with Soul Society, he still had like something to gain uh, like an upper hand to like actually fight on equal planes with the captains but like yeah no matter how much power he got it, it wasn't enough like the guys were always more stronger I think later on he gets like full hollow and gets horns and everything when he fights queer uh, or something but that that's a discussion for another life's uh, podcast yeah, um, but he, I think Ichigo, he, um, 
he does kind of beat Green Joe through like a power of friendship kind of thing because like Oihime just yells his name and then he's like, Oh, I need to beat beat this guy and then he beats him, but like even even then they were like equal, so it's not that bad. Like even during the fight, like Green Joe is obviously a bit strong, stronger than him. So like Ichigo getting like a final like adrenaline boost to beat him isn't that 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 bad, especially since he gets beaten by Noitoa like directly a- after that. Yeah, no, I don't actually mind that because there there is some back into that in like real life where when somebody you care about is like in danger, like you just get like a power boost for like a few seconds. Like uh, I know like the ones like a few years back, like there was a new story about a. Uh, a father who literally lifted like a car from one side to get his child out from underneath so it's like but like if you asked him to do that now you probably wouldn't it's like just that boost in the moment but it's not like ridiculous like fairy tale level power of friendship yeah and like even with like without like that realism a- aspect that you, you you can just write it off as an adrenaline boost, and that would make sense because like they were pretty equal before. There's also like a lot of um, like Ichigo is incredibly strong. Like from like from the start, he's super strong. And then later in like the blood work, they kind of explain that each Ichigo he like seals away his own power, kind of similar like Kenpachi does. So like he purposely like, well, he with him it's Yuha doing it, but it's like in in that. In that instance, it was like he um, he just kind of got access to like like he just to gave him access to more of his power um, in that little moment, and then later, and like right after Noritora shows up, he kind of loses that boost because it's not ne- necessary anymore. I think uh, going on to a different topic with Nell, right? I don't get how she's a pacifist. Like, when we see the backstory with her and the fifth Espada, right? She's all about uh, not wanting to fight, but she's strong. But in order to have become an Espada, you had to become a Menos, which was a Hollow who eats other Hollows, then become an... Uh, what's it called? I think a... A Jude or something like that. Some, and... In Wait, that, so I think. It, yeah, what's it called? Well, if you, well, you're talking about the class classes of men, menos, right? Yeah, because I think there's, yeah, so she's not Huchas, I think, or Vasta Lord, eh, but yeah, no, but before I, you become I, they, the Vasta Lord, as you that form before that, right? You have to keep on eating those people that have your form, like that previous form before Festo Lotus. And if another Hollow even takes one bite off you, like, you won't be able to evolve into a Festo Lotus. I'm like, she had to, like, fight and eat over a thousand Hollows to get to that Festo Lotus state. And how, how did she turn up to be a pacifist? That, that, that's something that I think would be nice to have an explanation for. Um, well... Yeah, I think they probably should have mentioned that, but <laughs> because not yeah, I, I never even thought about that. But 
maybe it's possible for hollows to be born as like menace uh, they never say but i i think it, it could happen or maybe like her thing is like she gained that belief after becoming a vestal all day which i think that would sort of make sense but i don't know they probably should have mentioned that at least yeah no because the uh they done it with Grimja while he was fighting uh, Ichigo. They showed like Grimja's evolution, and it only a certain hollow can become a Vestalores. Like you born with that potential, but you but you are a normal hollow. You don't just become a Vestal. You have to go through the uh, that Grande Menos and then the other form, then going to the Vestalores sort of thing. So she had to go through all of that to become what she is. But then again, yeah. Uh, when when you do that whole um, menos thing, they they say like like you branch off, and when you branch off, it's only those where the the grande menos it got like a specific person as like one person that dominated. So maybe she got eaten. But her personality was so dominant that she became the dominant personality and then she went on to become Vestalos. Maybe it was like that. So even though she wasn't the one who ate, because her personality was so strong, she took over. Well, yeah, that, that could have been what happened. Because um, I think, yeah, they do say something, I think, like that. But I don't know, I'm thinking that maybe you are able to be born as a Vesto Lord, because, eh? like, the first Esparta, like, um, Coyote Stud, he kind of, his whole thing is, like, he always kind of wanted, like, people to talk to, but he was so strong that whenever a hollow came close to him, they just get, like, eradicated, like, they just disintegrate. And I don't, with that, I don't think, because they literally cannot get close to them without dying, so I, I, I don't think he'd be able to eat enough hollows to become a Vasta Lorde. And even if he could, like he his motivation would have stopped him from becoming a Vasta Lorde in the first place, since he was just um since he wanted companionship in the first place. So I think he was just born as a Vasta Lorde. Maybe, but from what I read with that whole Grimjot thing, it doesn't say like you can't be born like straight into like a Vasta Lorde. Yeah, I I don't really know. They never say. Uh, that's it's a good question though. Like, how did Nell become like an Espada? Because she isn't like, because she she looks humanoid enough, so she isn't like a low level. She isn't like a low level hollow. Because like Owen Yero, the person that Rukia fought, like he's the only Espada who's like who isn't a menace. So that's why he looks like a ma monster compared to like the other hollows who look more humanoid. So. She's at least a menace, meaning she had to eat a bunch of hollows or she was born like that. But they never say if you could be born like that or not. At least not in the manga, but I'm sure they say something about it somewhere else. Or not, who cares? Yeah, I, it's, it's just... It was something that I found weird after reading like Grim Jow's, uh, uh backstory. But... Uh, they they do seek companionship some of them, like like uh, with Grim Chow, he was powerful. So these guys are like, listen here, uh, we'll follow you. Let's make a band together, and we'll just go eat the other 
hollows and then become Vestalores. So you you can like have companionship there and like eat other ones out of your like friend circle, so to speak. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, that is what kind of happened there. But I don't know, the difference between like Green Joe and Stark is that like and Green Joe could get close to Hollows. Like, Stark killed whoever, like, got close to him immediately. Just by his presence. Which I, I think it, like, I think it didn't leave a body behind. Like, I think they were just, like, disintegrated. So I don't know how he could have become a Vestal Lorde like that. Maybe when the Hollows disintegrated, he absorbed the Reishi. And maybe that's how he became a Vestalores. Yeah, or maybe he got that he he got that like power as a Vestalor, Lord Lordess, and like he wasn't like that before. But that seems kind of weird that when he became a Vestalores, he's so like monumentally stronger than other hall haulers that he none of them could even come like close to him. But I guess Eisen could. So that's just it's it's kind of weird. Like I. Like, I, I don't care that much that Kubo didn't explain, like, how it works in specifics, because it doesn't really matter, but I think at least with the case of Nell, they should have said something about it. Yeah, because, like, she was such an important character in, like, this arc. I think it, it, it merited the explanation, because they did do a backstory with her and the fifth Esparta, so, I mean, they should have at least had some explanation. Yeah, um, it, that, now, now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of, like, bothering me. Like, she's such a pa pacifist, but, like, she would have had to eat in hollows to become that way. It's kind of against her pacifist thing. Maybe they attacked her first. I, 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 I don't know. That just seems kind of... Uh, did you read Villain Saga? Um, I haven't yet. But I am thinking of doing it because it seems kind. Of oh, oh! Because I was gonna make like a comparison there, but I don't think. Uh, are you okay with it? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, because basically, like the main character's father, his name is uh, Thor's, I think, right? And to the whole world, he's like known as like this like monster, like on the battlefield. Like when you see this guy, you should run. Like that's how powerful he was. But basically, it's you start with the main character. So this guy, his his father is now a pacifist. Like he he doesn't like war anymore. But in the past, he was like a complete savage. So maybe you could say that with Nell. Maybe she had a change of heart after she became a pastor Lores. Like because like she's super powerful. Like, if you look at the backstory with her in the fifth Esparta, like, she would just go around always following the fifth Esparta. And he's like, why are you following me? He's like, I'm just here to protect you because you're weaker than me. Maybe she realized, you know, I just killing hollows and becoming strong, what's the use, you know? And then maybe she was like, you know, maybe I should just protect the weak. Maybe that's why she got those weaker uh, hollows as, like, her aides. Like Peshe and the other weird looking one. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. 
is that she changed after becoming a Vastel Lord. Because, like, we've seen stuff like that before, like, in Bleach. That's, like, a theme that Kubo is interested in. Like, um, like with Yama Yamamoto, like, he says that he used to be, like, like, he described himself as, like, a mon monster at, like, at one point. And now, in, like, the current storyline, he's a bit more, like, chill. Like, he's, um, like, he spared some ho hollows for, like, no, no, no reason. He was just like, oh, well, like, killing you would be kind of, like, brutal, brutal, so I'm gonna leave you alive. So, we, we, so Kubo is interested in, like, those types of themes, so I guess something like that with Nell wouldn't be that, like, outlandish. And it's, like, the only way to explain it. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Um, there is, I, I was, I was thinking of, like, the beginning of the arc. We really haven't really touched on that. Like, oh. the stuff with, like, the visits and Ishin, like, the introduction, like, the Avang. Oh, you, you mean the whole uh, Ichigo training is hollow form and all of that? Yeah, there's not really much there, but I just wanted to say I, I really like the visits and like the whole training was really cool. How like he was training for like days on end, like with his hollow mask and like he was fighting all these captain class five fighters like easily. Yeah, but, but the, the thing is, you, you didn't know they were captain class. That that that's yeah. the thing. You only find out now after the Kenpachi, Miyuri, and Byakuya fights. Uh, basically, just when Aizen says, I'm gonna take out uh, what's this, Kurokura town or something, then it cuts yeah. and it goes to the backstory. And then you're like, whoa, wait, th these guys were captains. And I, I think Ishin's the guy with the weird hair, the thin guy. Wait, nah, Ishin's Ichigo's dad. Oh, uh, who's that thin guy with the uh, weird hair? I forgot his name. Uh, Rose? Like, he has, like, I guess the Sheikah hasn't been revealed yet. Um, or Shinji? I think, I'm trying. I think maybe it's Shinji, but, like, he, he was Aizen's captain, and, like, I, Aizen would hide and let over your stuff, and it's like this panel where he literally breaks Aizen's spell, and he's like, Aizen, come, let's go, and it's like, how long did you know I was there? It's like from the time you were in your mother's womb, and it's like th this guy is like just so badass. But in the previous arc, when you looked at him, you you wouldn't think he was that strong. Yeah, that's Shinji. He's. I really wish he got a fight in the final arc. Like I like him so much. I I, I like all the visits, but like Shinji and Kensei, like the white-haired guy, they're like they're, they're amazing. Um, and even Shinji, he's, I think he's the first person besides Yamamoto. Well, no, yeah, I think Shinji's the first person in, um, the war to actually hurt Aizen, so he kind of, that's kind of impressive. Whoa, okay. I didn't know that, but I think we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um... Yeah, I'm trying to think of other stuff that happened in uh, Waco Mundo. Like, 
it, it, it's kind of weirder because it's more like comedic than the other two, than like the other. Yeah, it's even more comedic than like the first arc, which is kind. Yeah, with that whole uh, like Pesha and Uryu, how how he's like Uryu, don't leave me because we need to be the comedy duo, and he always refers to Uryu as like uh, Ichigo, and he's always irritating and just making comedic effects basically. But I think another yeah. important thing we should mention is Chad's power up getting uh, Diablo, the arm of the demon. Yeah, I that fight. It's not a good fight, but like that final shot where he like punches the wall and it's like the score score behind it. Super. Yeah, that 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 was pretty cool. But then the fifth Esparta just comes and wrecks him. So I mean, it's not. It kind of bothers. It kind of bothers me that 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 happened in Soul Society and Waco Mundo, like. With the fifth Esparta thing, it's like Chad just got a power up and he gets one shotted. Like in the Soul Society, he didn't like just get a power up or anything. Like he was already like he was pretty obvious he was immediately out outclassed. But with with with, with Heiko Mundo, he got a power up and then he got one shotted. It kind of sucks. I don't actually mind it because the exact same Esparta one shotted Ichigo. So I mean. <laughs> It's not yeah, really that, that bad in for Chad because like Ichigo also got taken out by the same guy. Yeah, it it it's, it, it's just like that's the last Chad fight ever, and um, it most of it was off screen. Like I think, like we only really saw the beginning and the mid, like the end of that fight. We didn't really get to see the middle, which. But like Ilyu and um, like Ilyu and Ichigo got like entire fights, but Chad got like half a fight, and then he gets one 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 shotted, and that's the last fight he ever has. Just kind of sucks. But yeah, it makes Noitoya like really like impressive, and then even like the fight with Genpachi, that also kind of cements that in. Yeah, but I think more for Genpachi than the Espada. <laughs> yeah. Because like he one shot at each of them, then Kampachi beats him. Yeah, I, I I like the fact that I I don't think we should go into this since we're gonna talk about the fights uh, next uh, podcast. So I think we should leave it for there. Yeah, um, I think the last thing we really need to talk about is um is Renji versus Sizelaporo, which like the Pink hair spotter. I guess you're reading the manga, so you can't really see the color, color, color. But it's it's like the scientist guy. That's that's one of my least favorite fights in the entire series. It sucks. Oh yeah, that that happened, and then Uryu came in, and then they fought. Uh, they clones, and I don't know. It was kind of meh. Like I'm glad it's unique. Like when I was first watching it, I was expecting them to just win, which I'm I'm glad they didn't, um, because that'd be kind of weird. Like if everybody got a beat in the Spada, so I'm glad that didn't have have happened. But like it's just not a good fight. Like it's really bad. <laughs> it just goes on for way too long. 
yeah it was like it was so repetitive but I think it was more to like show like oh this this guy he prepares he's like he knows how to counter because like when uh, Pesha and them came out right because Nell transformed and she started fighting so like okay Nell wants to fight let's fight and like in those few seconds he already found a counter for them it was more to like build up oh this guy is pretty powerful he can prepare and everything and then Mayuri comes in it was basically just to build up the hype for Mayuri to basically beat him but I don't think we yeah. should go into that either because that's uh, another video in and of itself yeah um have the others of Sparta been like introduced at this point? I like I obviously like Okiora has. You could introduce at the beginning of the arc. Yami has. Um, I think Zomari appeared. Yeah, because I think where you're at, Zomari is like just near Rukia, and um, Biaki is about to show up. But like, like Belagon has he appeared yet? Like the um, dude that Soy Phone fights later. Uh, the only other Esparta that I saw was that chick who wears a weird top which shows like half of her, uh, her body, like the bottom half. Yeah, I, mean, I guess all of them have showed up by now. They just haven't done anything. Because I think there was like the Esparta meeting with Aizen. I think that. Yeah, but we don't like get to see them properly. Like, the we see the rest of them after the captain fights but while Krim Jiao and Ichigo are fighting we see that chick with like the reverse like the really cropped crop top and she's like this doesn't feel like a soul reaper fighting a Espada it feels like Espada fighting Espada but like that's about it I think she was just there just to give exposition to like say Ichigo is not a full soul reaper he's also a hollow yeah, um, I, oh, I think Stark has appeared too. I think he, I think he's had a think he had a line where he was like asleep or something. Uh, and obviously, oh yeah, there was a little fight between Okiora and Ichigo, I think, but like, what's that lady? I'm, I'm really trying to think. Um, who's Okiora? obviously like the, wait, what? Who, who, how does that guy look? He's the dude who like, He's like the main villain. Like he has like the um, black marks under his eyes. He has like the like half of his head is like like half of his hair is co covered by a skull. He becomes a bat. No, we. Uh, I I haven't read that. I think that's. Um, I, I think maybe Ichigo fights him just before he fights Ukiya uh, or something. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, because I think they. He saves Orihime, and then he goes and fights Okiora, and then Okiora's like, hey, um, like, he says, like, wait, do you actually have a reason to fight me? Because I haven't done anything. Then Ichigo's like, oh, I guess you're right. And then Green Joe shows up, and then, like, they just kind of go and fight. Okiora comes, Green Joe, like, seals away Okiora, then that fight finishes. I think that's what happens. Oh, yeah, 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 I saw that one. Because Grimjaw was like, don't steal my prey or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
I, we've also neglected to talk about Oihime. Um, she doesn't really do much, though. I think um, she healed those two Espada, but she healed she healed those two Ivankas that tried to kill her, and then like, because like I think Green Joe showed up and killed them to heal. Like, and then she heated that so Oihime would heal his arm. I think. Um, this is kind of hard to remember. No. But, Oh, what, what what happened there was basically they came in to basically torture Orhime because they didn't like of some reason I don't know why. Then Grimjaw came in, basically saved Orhime and was like this is just a favor because you healed my arm, right? Then he tells Orhime to heal them, and then he goes. But like I think. There was more to like show Orihime as a character because like those two uh, Esparas like after that they they were like she's she's a monster like if those Esparas are like she's a monster it's like trying to set up Orihime as like she's also powerful because like she she didn't get any fights in this arc but it's trying to say like she also powered up that even the Esparas like fear her after they see her power. Yeah, cause her power is pretty like, her, she she's like, she has like one of the most overpowered like abilities I've like ever seen. Like being, she's able to heal anything basically. Like, um, like she's even able to heal Ichigo's Zanpakuto like way later on. So it's like, and she can heal like missing limbs. Those Espada were literally dead, and she was able to heal them. It's just, like one of them had like the top half like blown off. That she's healed it. It's crazy. Yeah, no, no. It's uh, they they explain it. It's not healing. It's uh, time manipulation. Basically, she reverses time around that wound. So basically, that wound just reverses time, and no more becomes a wound. That that that's basically what happened. Because like Kermchow had no hand. Like his hand didn't come back. He didn't bring his hand back. So or he may let's see just brought his hand back because he reversed time around like his shoulder so the hand came back it, it it's it's weird like that. that that's how she was able to uh, activate that I forgot what that crystal thing called again now the Hokyoku or something yeah yeah um, I'm kind of wondering when like Aizen like, obviously Aizen just captured Orihime to like get Ichigo to come there but like why was he like prefacing it with oh yeah like I'm gonna like keep you here to activate the Hokyoku you know like he, he knew that he, he didn't need to do that like the Hokyoku is already inside of him um it was already like activated at, at the time so he didn't need Orihime for that and I, I don't get why he told her that's why she was there like I guess I guess there was a line about like he's manipulating it like he was using Kyokus we get to, but he isn't using it. So I guess maybe that's why, but it just seems unnecessary. I think he really could have this then. Like he didn't need a reason. I think it's more caution because he he's not a hundred percent sure on Orihime's ability. Like he wasn't even sure Orihime had like a time manipulation thing. Only when she came there and showed him she, he was like, Oh, so it's true. So maybe he he was just cautious. Maybe she had like a communication type thing. So he lied to her basically 
just in case she can communicate to like the outside like to Ichigo or the Soul Society so if you lie to her and said oh I need you to activate it they will think oh Ice is trying to you know speed up the activation we need to go there now you know something like that I think it's more on the side of caution he he acted like he needed her yeah I think that's I think that's what it was yeah but I, I don't know he 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 could have just kidnapped her without a reason I don't see how the plan would change that much but I guess you're right it probably was like a caution thing well he just kind of covered like all ba bases because he wasn't sure what Oihime's like ability would actually do but I Aizen didn't even know what the Hogyoku would do so maybe his plan wasn't as thought out as he like con constantly says it is because like he put the Hokyoku inside of himself without any knowledge of what why, what would happen. Yeah, but I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to this arc? No, I think that's all of it. Um, I, I do admit I don't remember much of the arc, but I think we covered. Yeah, so I think I think that should be about it. Uh, uh, Y'all can like, subscribe. If you want more 